Welcome to the Danny Cola Podcast, everybody. I hope everyone is doing well. On this episode, I have my friend Zarin Beatty from the Expand Yourself Podcast, www.expandyourself.com with an X. Zarin is a very interesting cat. We talk about expanding consciousness, mindset, and how diving deeper into the unknown of consciousness and what it is helping us navigate through this reality as we know it, helping our surroundings, our environment. We got deep in this episode. We talked a little bit about meditation techniques and breath work. We talked a little bit about working out as far as body weight, steel mace movements. We talked a little bit about sensory deprivation tank, also known as floating. Uh, just a bunch of good information, stuff that I'm really interested in finding more about. We talked about um, his experience with Mother Ayahuasca and how that has been helping him spiritually develop. Um, we have a lot of similarities as far as some of the people we listen to, like Aubrey Marcus, CEO of Onnit, and how that has played a role in our development as humans thus far. He experienced the Aubrey Marcus weekend, which is a um, call to service, basically learning how you could help your environment provide value in your unique way using the techniques that Anit and Aubrey has kind of developed over time. It's very interesting stuff. So. This was an awesome conversation. I'm super uh, thankful and grateful to have had this conversation. And I'm extremely excited to share it with all of you, all my listeners. We're on this journey together, people. Uh, Whatever we can do to help each other live a fulfilling, valuable, loving lifestyle, let's do it. So without further ado, here's the podcast that Zarin and I recorded. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Zarin Beatty, expandyourself.com, expand podcast. Dude, I want you to let the people know, let the world know a little bit about what the message is and the philosophy is behind expand. Danny, man, thank you for having me on. This is an absolute pleasure. It's nice to finally speak with you. I've been following your path for a while and you've been connecting with, with a lot of people pretty close to me. So it's definitely cool to be on here, man. Well, yeah, dude, I appreciate you doing this. This is great. Yeah, we have connected with a lot of cool people. And these people, they have a way of infiltrating your life and like affecting you in a positive way. I just know that, you know, since, you know, I've gotten together with guys in Chicago that run this gym that's that, that started Viking Ninja and I got to learn Steel Mace and Kettlebells and, and On It and, you know, Joe Rogan podcast and all this shit that's connected, man. Like I've been learning so much in the last three years just from being connected with people in that space, you know? 100%, man. I'm, I'm the same way. And like that philosophy of continual ed- education is what Expand is really built around. It's, um, it's really about helping move the evolution of con- consciousness further, whether it's your internal self or the world around you. And I really feel like the more we grow, the more the people around us grow and vice versa. So for somebody, for example, who climbs Mount Everest, 
I probably won't ever do that. But if they're gen- genuine enough to share their lessons and their story, I can learn some of the wisdom behind climbing Mount Everest. So this concept of like our growth really does depend on the people around us is pretty huge. And that goes into meditation and, and movement and fitness and health and just perception, man, is what it really all boils down to for me is how does this moment build my perception? Is it for the better or is it for a negative reason? I'm just trying to make better choices from there on, you know? Yeah, definitely, dude. Like we impact each other and uh, at the end of the day, we're all in it together and the way you impact somebody is going to affect the way they work in this world. And it just got that ripple effect. I've been learning that, you know, just this last couple of years, like really intensely, you know, you put out goodness in the world and it ripples fast, you know, like Jordan Peterson says, it's, it's crazy, but same thing goes for negative behavior. You, you do something with shitty intent or, you know, with this egotistical view that's, you know, sulky or whatever it is that also has its ripple effects and can come back to you in, in negative ways. You're, you're in charge, man. It's crazy about the energy you put out. So um, what, what got you so interested in consciousness? Cause it's so crazy and people kind of like uh, they, they miss, they miss it all together because they get so drawn into whatever they think is reality that they, they forget, forget this whole concept. And there's something deeper and more beautiful behind everything. So what got you involved in thinking this way? You put that question really, really well put, man. Um, I mean, I've kind of always been in, introduced to meditation most most of my life. My dad would tell me that he would meditate when he was younger, focusing on a candle. So I didn't really start until I was about 14, 15, 16, but it was embedded in me at a pretty early age. And, and I went to Peru and worked with shamanic healers with mother ayahuasca and some other really ancient forms of plant medicine and really delved into the experience that our subconscious and conscious minds once that bridge between them kind of gets taken out of the way that they feed off of each other more than we even realize it's crazy um how how old are you if you don't mind me asking i'm 26 26 and you said you've been meditating since you were 14 um i want to i want to peel this back a little bit and go back to the meditation part first um so you said your dad got you into it and and meditation is being talked about a lot now um there's a lot of good research about meditation and and kind of like bringing everything back to breathing and breath work and how it associates with like the oneness of everything and how it really does kind of bring you back to like a peaceful spot where you can get perspective, like you were saying. So like what type of meditation were you doing per se? Like how can you break, break it down for people to do and and make it like an easy thing? I just, I I started meditating about a year ago and I've been doing it very consistently. And I, I see a, a very good positive effect in the way I, I do life every day. You know, like I'm, I'm living more truthfully. I'm living more through my uh, a passion and love and providing value. Like I try to do that every day as my first priority. And I feel like that comes back down to like using my breath and becoming like, uh, I don't know, one with a lot of shit. And um, 
I just feel like it's very effective. So how do you break that down? Living more truthfully is a really good good way to put that too. Because, I mean, through my experiences, it seems to really boil us down more and more to our own foundation, like where we really are, even in our, in our physical bodies. Like if I can feel the sensation of, of my breath and I'm more aware of my my roots, my grounded foundation, I'm not so caught up in, in my thoughts anymore. This uh, this sep this separation or illusion from where we from where we into the where we really are. And meditation, man, it can uh, it can be done in a lot of different ways. I played I played competitive golf as long as I can remember. I played college golf. So one of my first ways of meditation was setting up my shot every single stroke i would pay attention to the birds around me i would feel the breeze on my skin i would tune myself as deeply as possible to the moment that i was experiencing not the result of my shot not how i was going to make the swing but really harnessing and honing my perception to be as present as possible i um i struggled with anger when i was younger and golf actually really helped me reroute that behavior because you yeah for sure there's something about like uh putting yourself in a situation like that where your survival isn't jeopardized but you're you're you have to like mentally be in a place mm -hmm. of like solidarity and ready to, to to just harness in on the moment and focus in on what your job is so to speak and not so much about what the outcome is it's a, it's a good way to relate things to life and then too like you do have that bad shot because you're overthinking or whatever. And that's another kind of analogy to how shit works in real world too. It's like, or what we think is the real world anyway, you know, okay. things bad happen and you have to make sure that you could kind of put things aside and focus on being present and and trust that it all like work out, you know? It's a big part of it, man. And I mean, our emotions tell us so much about ourselves and Really what meditation in the in the deeper sense has done for me, it's been able to help me determine what emotion I'm actually feeling and what route I should be taking to heal that feeling or bring that feeling back into homeostasis. Oh, that's good. I like that. That's really the deeper part of the benefits. I mean, of course, we feel more pleasure, we're more present, but when you really get down into how it's helped me as a person... It's determining how far my emotions are getting out of whack and how much I can hone them back in. But um, yeah, for sure. Um, sorry to interrupt you. Um, but like, uh, I read a couple articles where they're intertwining like meditation uh, with kids who are in detention as opposed to like some harsh punishment. Like if they're, you know, paying the price for something they did wrong at school or, or whatever. Um, there's like meditation interventions and apparently it's, it's doing, you know, it's, it's working with kids and um, you see, and you hear of more and more teachers inter intertwining some sort of breath work or meditation in the classroom, which I think is super important, especially in today's generation. Those studies are coming out more and more and people are putting them into practice and it's, it's pretty incredible, man. And like at that early of an age, I couldn't imagine the effects that will have on their lives man they'll they'll be able 
if they're doing it properly, they'll be able to really prevent themselves from making really poor choices for the wrong reasons. When, when we meditate, we understand what choices align with our true character, kind of like what you were saying in the beginning, man. If I'm about to do something and it doesn't feel like alignment for me, it's not part of the equation anymore. So you, yeah. you start swapping these things that, that you used to do for social reasons or to be accepted and you just find out it's fucking not who you really are and you start making the choices that align with where you wish to be and who you wish to become. Yeah, dude, it's that's that's super interesting. Um, now, what do you recommend being a, an experienced meditator uh, for the last 13 years, if my math is correct? Um, do you recommend like what, what like number of inhale, exhale do you go to? For example, are you doing like four seconds of inhale versus six seconds of exhale? Is there anything that you recommend for somebody that's a little bit more experienced versus somebody who's just trying to like go into it? Beautiful question, Danny. Um, So what I've found even scientifically to be correct, and especially through my experiences, would be that the optimal breath rate would be five seconds in through the nose and five seconds out through the nose. That builds to be about six breaths every minute. Okay? Six breaths a minute, man. That helps align our heart rate variability. It helps get our nervous system on point, which is produced through our heart rate. Our breath is what produces our the way that our heart even beats. If we're breathing really rapidly, our heartbeat is going to be quicker. If we're breathing slower, naturally, it's going to be more elongated. It's a beautiful tool to help kind of jump into the way our body works from the inside out. And I found tremendous results from just that simple practice right there. Hell yeah, that's 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 great information right there for anybody that's looking to make meditation more of a uh, regular practice. Um, you know, I started uh, doing meditation with a friend of mine. It was like a meditation challenge to try to get him to stop uh, quitting or to, to quit smoking. So the the idea was let's we, we meditate. Uh, we start out with just five minutes every single day for 30 days. And the whole idea is to, you know, work on your breathing and, and hopefully just little by little start to kick the habit of smoking. Um, but we did it for that. And obviously it didn't, it didn't work for him. He's st- he's still smoking, but I found tremendous benefit with this whole breathing every morning and, and getting on point with it and really working on it. Cause it's not easy. You know, and, and starting with guided meditation and starting with five minutes at a time or even two minutes at a time, whatever I can do. At least I sat down and did it every single day. And then it little by little kind of grew to seven minutes, 10 minutes and really focusing on that breath work and like using it in my everyday life, which was really like the biggest part, making it a practical thing. You know, when I, I really felt like when things were kind of uh, not aligning with what I wanted to just kind of reevaluate it from another perspective, which is uh, a huge lesson just from paying attention to your breath work. It's pretty fucking phenomenal. It really is, man. I mean, even in just route, route this back to fitness. There's a time when you inhale and there's a time when you exhale. 
Let's route this into martial arts. There's a way that you use your breath to throw a combination. You don't exert all of yeah. your energy. There's there's a beautiful fluid format to breathing in most everything we do. And it we all, oftentimes we don't even know how we're breathing. And that's probably why for me, mindfulness has become so freaking important. I feel like it's the one thread that weaves through every single component in our lives, our relationships, our discussion, our posture, our breathing, the way we keep ourselves clean and our hygiene. If we just become more mindful of what we're actually experiencing, not what we think we're experiencing, our whole world begins to unravel as it really is. Therefore, the remote control actually comes back into our hands. That's the recognition that we may really need for where we really are on our path. Yeah, dude. Well said. Um, you know, what, what, for, for meditation, um, what, take me through your routine on, on a daily basis. What, what do you like to do specifically? Is there anything uh, like a, a fun thing that would make it more exciting for people who have never tried it before? Another excellent question, my friend. So for me, it's pretty fascinating. So literally, man, I've spent probably thousands of hours meditating. That's probably not even an exaggeration. And it's awesome. that level of, of experience, I've been able to really hone in on my intuition on what I'm really feeling and what I may really need for that moment. So it boils down to having a plethora of tools to choose from and how my, yeah. you know, okay, maybe I should be meditating through my breath right now. Maybe I should be doing a visualization. Maybe I should be paying attention to the sounds around me, right? There's a lot of different components that kind of bring us back into where we are and so, I mean, actually, it's kind of funny that you ask this because I'm regathering a point in my practice where I'm going to be more strict and direct with how I meditate. I'm going to sit down. I sat down the, the, the other day for 30 minutes straight and just focused on the sensation of my breath. So I'm about to be putting way more intention into each session instead of just kind of following my intuition to see where it goes. It feels like I've been able to pick up some beautiful gems while doing that. And it's time to kind of redirect and learn something new, you know? Yeah, definitely. Well, I think um, we can come to the conclusion that meditation equals growth. If you're somebody that's interested in self-development and self-evolving, um, then meditation is something that you want to incorporate on a daily basis. You know, no matter where you come from, what your background is, what your life is like, there is something positive you're going to get out of it. Completely. You know, um, oh, no. you hear that? That's all good, That's man. Important. I don't know how to turn, turn that off while, while I'm on here. Anyways. Um, yeah, no problem. Um, but anyway, so let's, uh, Let's transition a little bit. I want you to talk to me a little bit about your 30-day challenge and uh, sensory <laughs> deprivation and how we kind of like translate that with meditation. So as well. cool, man. So I'm extremely passionate about the float tank. 
especially with me- meditating for as long as I have, I, uh, I really feel like floating, it shows beginner meditators exactly what meditation should feel like. So what happens is when you enter the float tank, the environment is actually built for your brain to begin to relax and meditate. You're, you're floating in 10 inches of water and 1,000 pounds of Epsom salt. You floating in the water alone, it'll help you elongate your spinal column. It'll help your joints kind of find their natural placement. It'll help the circulation of fluids in your body run more smoothly. The water is heated to skin temperature. So the idea is that your brain won't know where the water begins and where the water ends. So the ultimate purpose of the tank is to take away the brain from focusing on things. There's no sight. There's no sound. There's no sensation. There's no sense of like your body in time and space. There's, there's no gravity anymore. So these parts of the brain that kind of register the stimulus in your world begin to relax and reboot for maybe the first time in your whole life, man. That routes back down to your nervous system. Your nervous system finally hits that parasympathetic state, which we desperately need as people in this day and age. It's one of the most pure, deep forms of healing I have ever come across. It's freaking incredible, man. Dude, that was like so well said and described to the T. Like you painted a picture for what, for people that have never seen a float tank or know what the hell it's about, like a perfect picture of what that is. And yeah, man, it it really is incredible. It's something that I, I try to do as regularly as possible and we do need it. People need it. People need to feel that sensation and get um, the, that part of the brain that um, registers all this sensory input to shut off a little bit and really just be consciousness and, and understand what that kind of feels like. Um, I was talking to one of my clients today about floating. And uh, one of the things that I described when I was uh, something that, that was some, something that was worth talking about is that when I would have thought patterns while I was in the tank after adjusting myself and getting used to the sensation, Um, once I started having thought patterns of like people in my life and things that I was doing, like you start to truly feel like what your emotions and everything is about those people, the things you're doing, uh, your purpose and all that stuff. It's, um, it's an interesting feeling because they could be good if you're, if you feel like you're doing something that's on the right path, so to speak, but the truth comes out. It's, it's nuts. And if you're not ready for it, it can hit you in the face. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, very good point. Would you, would you, would you, uh, uh, agree? Is there some sort of like, do you have, do you have those types of thoughts kind of, uh, creep up or like those types of feelings about your thoughts when you're in the tank? One, 100%. Yeah. What I, uh, what I've been, what I've learned to do is we access such a deep level of our subconscious mind when we're floating because it's not really focusing on, on anything else that the thoughts that come up are probably the thoughts that are meant to come up. So I welcome anything that actually comes through the tank because that for some purpose unknown by me, they're meant to be thought. 
and felt and experienced. And I've had some deep revelations because of that. You know, it's, it's when we fight those, those feelings or sensations or, or thoughts or memories that keep us where we are, man. There's no, there's no ability to discover if you push away information. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, let's transition a little bit to, um, we going from mental fitness to physical fitness now. Uh, I know that you have a background working with ESIC and Viking Ninja and, and, and teaching some Viking Ninja courses. Talk a little bit about um, your experience using these methods regularly, because I, I have nothing but great, amazing things to say about these methods, the way I've been using them just this last year. Um, it made me, it's making me a way better trainer and it's making me physically stronger and mentally stronger than ever. I full heartedly agree with that. He's sick, man. <laughs> he has revolutionized how I perceive movement and how, and what the body's actually capable of. You really opened me up to the power of the nervous system in training. You know what yeah. I mean, man? Like radiating through yeah. the whole body, putting your mind through your body in different positions and keeping the joints safe when you're extending the mace away from, from your body by pulling or squeezing the mace together, man. Like his his articulation and the way that he explains what he does, it's resonated so deeply with me that I have nothing but profound respect for Isik and the way that that he coaches and trains and whether he leads the Viking ninjas, man. I've, he's been one of the biggest mentors I've had in the fitness world. And I deeply respect like any thing that comes out of his mouth. It's pretty freaking incredible. The mace, man, it's honestly the best tool I have ever come across in terms of understanding what your body's actually capable of doing physically. Dude, the steel maze is the shit. Um, it makes exercise just way more exciting. And um, I, I look forward to the movements I use with the mace. I, I feel the same way about the kettlebells. You know, these are uh, tools that you, you can learn to move your body so fluidly and strengthen parts of your body that you never thought before with these traditional linear press, pull, squat movements, which obviously are, are helpful as well. No question. Uh, they're the foundation of a lot of things, but like moving with the kettlebell, moving with the mace. Now I'm, I'm learning to use clubs a little bit. Um, there's just nothing like that. I swear. I feel so much stronger, so much more in tune and aligned with a lot of things. Most days. There's nothing like fluid strength, dude. That's that's strength through motion is the most beautiful thing that I can feel in movement, whether it's, you know, work on the ground, how, how Isik has, you know, how he describes everything or animal flow or like flowing with the kettlebell, man, or pulling. Dude, let's, let's stop a little second real quick and, and talk about animal flow. Ooh. Now that's some shit. Dude, that'll realign your body deeply. <laughs> I am, I'm in love with that, that, that style of moving. Like I didn't think that I was going to be able to do it, but I'm very <laughs> visual. So I it and then i start to try some things and you know i just i i, I took the um and i want to talk to you a little bit about um the uh, the steel mace course or even the viking ninja white belt certification i don't know if you took that or not but like 
during the, the Steel Maze and Viking Ninja courses, I learned a handful of body weight exercises and, and just, just the basic, you know, side mm-hmm. kick through, which is not an easy movement and, and not an easy thing to, to master right away, but it takes time to do it. And the more you do it, the more fluid you become, the more conscious of the way you're, you're, you're twisting your core and lengthening your legs and, and keeping your posture tall and how those, those movements transition to other things and open up your hips and everything. It's, it's so fun. It's so fun. It's another way of exercise that I am so glad that I'm being exposed to and learning and, and trying to get people on board with this, you know? Yeah, dude, there's, there, there's a deep realization that comes when you properly load the tissues in the body. You feel like you're actually working out. For me, it was a big revelation when these these little tweaks in your position and how your body just turns on, man. It's, it's freaking incredible. We interrupt this podcast to talk a little bit about our affiliates. This podcast is brought to you by Action Coffee. Go to www.drinkaction.com right now and use promo code Danny at checkout to get 12% off your first order of Action Coffee medium roast dark roast picked from the mountains of antigua guatemala some of the freshest coffee i've ever had the first step starts with taking action so drink some of that action coffee and get your stuff together remember use promo code danny at checkout go to www.drinkaction.com right now check them out check them out on instagram as well at drink action this podcast is also brought to you by barbell apparel Do you have trouble fitting your juicy thighs into some jeans like I do? Look, your problems are over now. Go to barbellapparel.com right now and check out some of the jeans, the chino pants, the tank tops, t-shirts, the polos, the half zips, Christmas time. They got some special deals going on right now. Uh, Get another 10% off by using promo code Danny at checkout. These are the only jeans that I wear, the only pants that I wear. I love them. Uh, so check them out at barbellapparel.com right now. And last but certainly not least, check out Glow CBD at www.glowcbd.co or check them out on Instagram at Glow CBD. All the information will be at the show notes, but what Glow CBD is the market's first chewable CBD tablet. Get all the anti-inflammatory benefits of CBD in a chewable tablet form. They taste awesome, and I mean, you you feel physically amazing within minutes after taking them. Take it from someone who exercises regularly uh, and who uses CBD to decompress and just to kind of relax my physical being. Check them out at glowcbd.co and, and check them out on Instagram. Give them a follow at glowcbd. And now back to the show. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about what your ideal workout is. Do you, um, I mean, how many times a week are you training? What, like, what, what, what type of shaper are you in now? And are you always looking to kind of exceed a certain point? Or do you feel like you ever... I mean, it never stops. You always want to like try to beat your, you know, beat your previous self all the time and look better and feel better constantly, right? I mean, that's that's the point, you know. 
Exactly. So what's your uh, ideal day to day? Like, what do you like to do? I've been in a pretty deep transition phase. So I went hard in the gym, man, for about eight, nine years. I mean, literally seven days a week for eight years straight. And I put so much tax on my body that the past few years I've been going more of a mental route. So that's why I've been digging even deeper into martial arts and meditation and really learning how to realign the way that I used to move through tools like the mace and animal flow and kind of trying to regather the, the education that I may have skipped over or have not been approached yet. And so I've been really fast, like realigning my, my routines in a sense, you know, with, you know, a decade of experience, I, I realized through, through the Onnit Academy how much I really didn't know, even though that I was well-educated. And that was a very humbling aspect. So currently, I'm kind of in the, in the transition of reincorporating all of the fitness that I've been learning the past two, three years and building it you know, as more of an infused concept with meditation. So I, uh, I'm, kind of, I'm a guy about balance, and I like the spectrum in terms of we have to focus on one part of the spectrum and another part's going to kind of fade away for a little bit. But once you understand the part that you're focusing on, you can implement those lessons and build a new middle ground where both are being implemented in an incredible manner. And that takes sacrifice and that takes letting your ego go for a couple of years and really learning something that you are foreign in, you know, and letting your strengths fade at that matter too for a bit. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Like that, that's spot, spot on. Um, I can't, I couldn't agree more with the whole like on an academy, just teaching me more than, you know, like just teaching me a whole nother level of information on, on, a, on an array of information of that, you know, that I already had known for the prior 10 years of being a personal trainer. Now, do you have that? Like what, what do you do? Do you do group classes or one-on-ones? Do you do online training? Is there any of that that you're currently yeah, doing? Yeah, I am. Um, so I teach about 14 classes a week. So we have expanded nice. classes. I do personal training as well. I am um, very mobile with, with my training. I worked in gyms for a really long time and just kind of split. So now I contract with um, some businesses in Boise where I, I train their employees either before or, or after work. And just kind of really bring my my service to people. And on top of that, I uh, I not doing online training in the moment, but I've been developing a program for the past eight years that'll be finished up in 2019. That I deeply believe will be a brand new phase for for what we're going for and what and what we're working on. Cool. Can you elaborate yeah. on that at all, or no? Is the top <laughs> if anybody's intrigued in listening to that portion, please visit the very first episode of the Expand podcast, and I go pretty deep into it there. It's all right. I'll take yeah, you up on that. Definitely, uh, it's just a way to bring mind mindfulness through movement and meditation, and really understand where our foundation really is, man. Through through, you know, the joint mobility and breathing tech techniques and using your senses like they were meant to be used. 
dude, I can, I get lost in it. Like I, I'm at, I'm at this point, like, and maybe you could kind of agree here. You're trying to build something. You're building a brand, right? Expand yourself, expand podcasts. It's a badass brand. And that brand takes a lot of work. You got to videotape yourself at times where you don't want to videotape yourself or take pictures and always constantly think about the brand building aspect. Um, and you know, sometimes like I find myself doing all this video while I'm exercising because I want to get some footage and it's hard for me to find that balance of breaking away to actually like get into the zone of something. But I'll tell you, man, when I do get in the zone, when I'm doing a five minute mace flow or a kettlebell, kettlebell flow and I get my breathing right, it is something so amazing. You get lost in, you when, know, when the pieces align, dude, there's, there's nothing like it. You feel your body radiating. It's it's speaking to you. Yeah. It's, it's expressing health to you, man. And it's a beautiful euphoric sensation that it's something, it's a reason why people get addicted to working out and things like that, you know. So it's um and when you when you align the pieces with really solid education, now there's a, a confidence factor in what you're doing. Like me learning the mobility from on it, dude, that changed my life. That legitimately changed how I perceive the body as a whole. Revolutionary. Yeah, man. Uh, I have to make my ass, I get my ass down there to Texas and take those, the durability and the mobility courses because first of all, I want to go visit the gym and, and, you know, see what that's like and have the honored experience. And, uh, I, I need to learn that kind of stuff because the kettlebell thing, the kettlebell course changed the way I thought about exercise and the way I move and the way I choose to work out on a regular basis. And then obviously everything with Viking Ninja and Isik and the body weight and the steel mace and all that stuff and, and incorporating all that into a workout program. It's seriously it's a revolution it's changing my mind it's changing the way i live man it's cool it's changing the way i'm teaching and that's another, that's another thing too it's like you know you said that we influence the people around us and we're all a concoction of that how are we taking this information that we know to better ourselves to bring it out to other people you know you're doing that with expand i'm doing that with this podcast and just teaching people and this this method, this education from Onnit and Viking Ninja, um, is helping me be a better teacher, and that's that's what what it's all about. Bringing a group of people up with you. Beautifully well put, man. There's a there's something really special about sharing the fruits from the tree of labor, and when you know the fruits full of new nutrients, you're gonna be a uh, more confident and how and who you share them with definitely definitely let's um let's transition a little bit to um your ayahuasca ceremony i think you said in the beginning of this podcast that you um you did a ceremony um I want, I want you to explain to my listeners what ayahuasca is, because obviously you and I, we understand, we know what that is, listening to Aubrey Marcus and, you know, um, you know Kyle Kingsbury, they talk about their shamanic journeys. Explain um, in a general manner what ayahuasca is and, and how 
your experience was. And I know you've done multiple, uh, right? Correct. Okay, cool. So yeah, just get, give us a breakdown on all that. So Mother Ayahuasca would be an ancient form of ceremonial plant medicine from the Amazon rainforest. Generally located in Peru, Brazil, mm, I think Colombia as well. In Costa Rica now. But what happens is it's more of an it's an internal journey. It's a moment with the medicine in the dark comprehending what you've been through, who you are, and just the deeper fabrics of what consciousness may really be. And the beauty about the medicine, man, is that it's called medicine because it works for the person as the person should be worked on. My journey would be incredibly different than your journey. Medicine hones in on who we are, what each individual person needs, how each individual person should be shared their lessons with, dude. It's it's so freaking beautiful. It's, um, another beautiful part about it is that when you drink the medicine, you're not guaranteed an experience. So you may drink a full cup, but receive no experience at all. How often does that happen? Uh, that's I wouldn't be able to answer that, man. It happens every. It happens when it should. Yeah. See, that's, that, that's interesting. I wonder how many people expect an experience of some sort and get nothing. I. That's that's very. It's interesting to me, but yeah, it happens as it should, right? Yeah. yeah anyway, continue. Uh, I mean, it's powerful because maybe receiving no experience was the medicine's way of helping share that. Maybe you should be living without expectations or with more patience. So there's always something to pull from what happens or what doesn't happen. And it's, it's one thing that I for sure, without a doubt, should be saying is that being careful with who you work with is the most important principle about traveling to Peru or wherever you go for an experience, man. I would never be able to stress that enough. You are so open. You are so vulnerable, not just in a physical form, but in a, a cosmic conscious manner, dude. It is beyond recognition what shamanic healers do, thousands upon thousands upon, upon thousands of ceremonies to acquire the knowledge and wisdom and experience that they uphold in ceremony. They're on such a different level, bro. And I've been able to be around these people who are so well attuned to their environment and so grounded and full of wisdom that it is just beyond recognition, bro. It's not something that you just mess that, with. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. So... Um, if somebody were to want to go to Peru or South America somewhere to do this, like um, maybe you can give us a you know a handful of uh, reliable places and we'll throw it in the show notes or something. But yeah, that's a very good point. Obviously, you are in a very vulnerable position and you want to be safe and and uh, secure, obviously. 
um, who, who do you go, like, how do you figure that out? Are there like the websites? Yeah, yeah. How do you figure that out? We've been very fortunate to work with, um, Don Howard, the person that Aubrey Marcus went to. He actually, uh, he yeah. came back, you know, on the Rogan podcast, number 498. And that was when we were getting really deep into our research and we shared that there was a, you know, a trustworthy place and that, and that you'd be in good hands. And when, when we knew that we knew where we'd go when we went but that is currently out of order in the moment and i wouldn't be able to offer any other place besides just sound just experience and advice that you don't just go because someone hands you a business card at the airport like do your research this isn't anything to mess with and i it's not because i'm being a pussy it's because it's fucking real man it's it's beyond real it's consciousness in general and it's a sacred ground it's a sacred ceremony yeah hell yeah you definitely don't want to <laughs> take a business card from somebody at the airport hey you want to you want to come to ayahuasca no you don't know, you don't know here, man and people be you know getting very dangerous situations because of something they've heard on netflix and they go somewhere it's just we're in a wild time for education, and that's a big part of why we're doing Expand, bro, is to bring those proper resources and education to people from from better locations, man. I've been so misinformed my whole life that I'm pretty fed up with all the bullshit. I'm fed up with me being in the fitness industry for a decade and not fucking knowing about joint health. Like, what the fuck is that, dude? Not knowing how to how to train the, the nervous system through my physical motion. Dude, get the fuck out of here. It's a fucking joke, man. And people just feed you information. And oftentimes it's probably going to harm you more than it helps you. So being aware of that, being mindful of it, testing techniques, testing moments, find, find out what works for you, whether it's meditation, whether it's this plant medicine over this plant medicine. It's, um, it's a journey of you know, you're Jeet Kune Doing your life, man, finding the strengths and everything around you to better impact your perception and your behavior as a person. Yeah, dude, that's well said. Um, just through that type of talking, I can tell like how some of these plant journeys have impacted you. Um, is there anything specific that you would like to share um, that was really eye-opening and maybe any description? Word. By the way, uh, thank you for that rec recognition, man. I feel like um, the medicine has helped show me how to be a person, like how to be, not, not, not how to do, but how just to be, how to, how to feel, how to vibe, how to move, how to walk, how to uphold energy. And so I've been down approved twice, probably partaken in about 21 plant medicine ceremonies in the jungle. And it's amazing because the first journey, there were a lot of unanswered questions that I didn't even know were questions. The second time down, all of those open doors kind of were recognized and understood in a way that I didn't even know needed to be answered. 
So the journey continues on, just chapter after chapter after chapter, man. And what it really felt like this this past time through would be that the medicine kind of picked me up. I was like a I was a bowling ball rolling down down a lane, bouncing off the bumper, bouncing off the bumper, bouncing off the bumper. She just picked me up and put me right down in groove. Just let me roll. I'm just feeling that uh, that deep alignment, man, and just that deep feeling and knowing and trust within. And like, I don't I don't drink anymore, bro. I stopped drinking because of those moments. Just because like I wouldn't wish to do any harm to that relationship with spirit or myself or whoever, you know. Those things they run so fucking deep, man. It's unbelievable. That's crazy. That's crazy. And uh, like you're you're 27, you said. 26, 27, and that's like, you know, like you your prefrontal lobe just stopped developing like a year ago, you know, and your level your level of thinking is is pretty. You know, it's it's higher it's it's higher level of thinking. It's other kinds of perspective that I don't typically interact with, which is you know why um, I'm reaching out to you. But it's it's interesting. You're 26, and like this is the way you're thinking. It's it's pretty wild and it's impactful. It's interesting, and uh, you're spreading a good message. And uh, I appreciate that those stories, man, because uh, you know you, a lot of people they have these. Uh, these negative stigmas to, to psychedelics in general. And they're just ignorant to what's, what, what, what's actually happening as far as, you know, testing with depression and PTSD, as far as, you know, MDMA and, and, and uh, trial three, right. They say by 2022, they're going to have supervised clinics, medical clinics where people can use MDMA and, you know, see how that affects their depression or anxiety or PTSD or whatever, you know, so you, you put a good spin on it and uh, you educate people on what's going on and what this really is all about. May I, so I, may I add it. something to that? Yeah. So yeah. you say the way I'm thinking is in a sense different than what you come across. And I would highlight that it would be more feeling over thinking feeling what's proper, feeling what aligns, feeling what doesn't align. And meditation and medicine have really helped me feel better, feel more grounded, feel when my emotions are out of place, man. The thoughts come from the feelings of your sensations. Your body shows where you should be paying attention. Your body knows everything about you, bro. You get deep into how your brain, your nervous system is deeply embedded through your body. So if you're feeling things, that's actually your brain registering information. You're just hitting the roots of the source, not the thoughts that may be the leaves of the tree. You're hitting the roots of what are sprouting in the thoughts, man. That's where sensation becomes so valuable. And when you think of Yeah, man. Oh, sorry. Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. So, you think about the body in the brain. The body has way more surface area than the brain does. It's more ability to feel. It's showing you 
every little bit of where you are, man, being able to tap into that, it's, it's truly priceless. Yeah, definitely. Um, and the more uh, a human can be in tune uh, with their physical sense, get in touch with their mental sense, um, the better they're going to understand what their purpose might be, um, how to go about doing things, how to feel about things, like you said. Uh, it's very, very important. And I think uh, people listening to this should take that out of what we're talking about. Uh, in transition, Zarin, um, I want to talk a little bit about the Aubrey Marcus weekend and what that was like. Uh, Aubrey Marcus is someone, you know, the CEO of Onnit, somebody that I've been listening to for, you know, a couple of years now. And, uh, and I've, I've been influenced in, in many methods of his thinking and uh, uh, very interested in, you know, to keep, very, I'm interested in, in, in to keep listening to what his message what his messages entail and how he's going to keep providing value moving forward. So talk to me a little bit about your experience and uh, the whole thing. Yeah. So I've been, uh, been able to meet Aubrey multiple, multiple times and there's something about his presence, man. He, uh, he just holds gravity. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, it's remarkable, remarkable in the sense that it's worth making a remark about. It's truly felt, man, by everybody that, that he's around and every person that he's able to bond with and connect with and kind of bring into, you know, like that tribe of people and share everyone's knowledge in a mutual way that they all comp complement each other. And just the whole weekend in general, man, it was the second Aubrey Marcus weekend that I've been to and to watch them even improve between I think it was a few years ago when I went the first time and then you know this this last month their their improvement alone is it's substantial and it's it's incredibly noticed so to show that even you know at their level they're still getting better and better and better it's truly inspiring and you know they really will they'll take the time to talk with you and like really sort through what you're going through and what they're going through because you know, they're people, they've, they've been through shit. I mean, they're not oblivious to that. And they're able to really, like, communicate that with people. And it's it's pretty fucking special, man. Like, they're a really unique group of people that are helping push, you know, that concept of consciousness and mindfulness and perception forward in, in a way that's really unique to who they are. And it's really fucking cool to watch. Yeah, I'm definitely a big fan of what they're doing, the messages that they're preaching. Uh, it's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you got to experience that. Um, another question, and I, I think this is how um, I want to wrap this up. Um, you know, we're talking a lot about consciousness. We're talking a lot about breath work, um, you know, psychedelic adventure. You know, you're obviously a listener of the Aubrey Marcus podcast. I came across this episode about a year ago with Paul Selig and I listened to him a couple of times, not just on Aubrey's podcast, but like with Duncan Trestle. And, um, that's all that I could recall at the moment, but he's a channel. Are you familiar with him? Um, what are, what are your, and for people who don't know, he, he, he's a, he says he's a channeler that he could 
basically tap into what he calls as the guides and he talks in this whisper and repeat fashion like he whispers what the guides are saying through him and then he kind of dissects that in his own voice kind of thing uh it's it's kind of spooky to watch but the messages he sends are like so clear and loving and they're it's, it's, it's interesting because i kind of i kind of take all that other stuff that we talked about like the the, the breathing the meditating the, the the movement patterns um psychedelics and the guides i kind of like intertwine all that shit and it's crazy that there's a, a human connection with the unexplainable the unthinkable the undescribable you know and I want to see your thoughts on that. It's pretty phenomenal to witness the wisdom that's able to flow through him. And it seems to be, you know, so beautifully on point that it's, you know, beyond human thought in a sense. It's just deeper cosmic wisdom. And for my comprehension would be perhaps when we're able to hone our energy or attune with a certain frequency that allows our mind to perceive in a certain manner that we become very welcoming and open to cosmic knowledge. And if you think about it, the cosmic thought patterns of consciousness are always accessible. You know, if you, let's say, Let's say someone yells at you and you think, oh, I'm, I'm not a good person. This is my fault. I'm a piece of shit. All of these different thoughts. Perhaps those are just thoughts that can be thought within that moment under those circumstances. Not that those are your thoughts exactly, but those are thoughts that could actually blossom from that environment. So to even be able to detach ourselves from from thoughts that occur in a moment where they make sense that they are occurring is another powerful component to it. So then when you really are able to calm your presence down, you build an, an attunement and an energy within the environment that may bring certain patterns of cosmic knowledge or thought patterns through that only attune with that level of connection, you know? I mean, Nikola Tesla talks about how like we're just radios with the frequency and who knows what that really means in the depth of what he was understanding it as, but it's a very powerful concept to ponder. That's true. We're just radios with picking up a frequency. Yeah, dude, that's, that's nuts, man. And to think that there's something just beyond us that we don't know exactly what the fuck it is, but you know, you know, like all if all possibilities are possible, then it makes perfect sense that we'd be thinking we're pieces of shit when we get talked down on. But how do we hone back into who we really are and how we really feel in that moment? You know, are are, are they just responding that way because they're having a bad day because they haven't been able to totally associate their emotions with the reasons, the whys to who they are? I mean. It goes so deep, man. So it's really honing into how we feel. It's such a powerful way to kind of block out the external noise. 
Yeah, dude. Um, awesome. Awesome. I really enjoyed talking to you. Dude, the, you, you're really, you're a really smart guy. And, um, again, I'm really interested in the message you're sending and, you know, I guess this is the start of a relationship, man. I look forward to uh, interacting with you in the future and, and hopefully Anytime, we can collab Danny, again, I really man. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for everything and you know that you have my support, man. Absolutely. And vice versa. Tell everybody where they can um, find you, dude. Best way to reach me, I spend most of my time on Instagram at X-P-A-N-D yourself. You can reach us at www.xpandyourself.com or uh yeah that's 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 about it for now dude yeah your site's looking awesome you got awesome merch up there um yeah the artwork is badass so people go to expand yourself with an x expandyourself.com and check out some of the artwork and read about what expand is all about if you're interested in what we've been talking about it was a fantastic conversation and, and zarin uh thank you again so much for this conversation and your time and uh i look forward to uh interacting with you and collaborating with you in thank the future you, man. man absolutely Hey, everybody. Now, that was the podcast. Zarin is an awesome guy. Make sure to follow him on Instagram at Expand Yourself. Great conversation. And, and thank you so much for all the support that I've been getting and all the feedback. I really love doing this podcast. I really love reaching out to people who have this expertise and perspective on life that we can all use sometimes. So if you like what you heard today, please do me a favor and rate and review the podcast it's much appreciated and even better share it with somebody you love thank you so much for all your support check out my instagram at danny cola fitness reach out if you have any questions comments concerns things of value uh, i love getting perspective and learning and sharing the knowledge sharing the wealth we're in here and doing this together so that being said, that's it, everybody. Peace.